Hi, my name is Carrie Morgan, and welcome to this particular episode of Rock the Status Quo Radio, where we talk about digital public relations and inbound marketing. Today's topic is new digital public relations tactics. This was originally posted on social media today on February 28, 2013, under the title Celebrate Digital Marketing Day with Five New Digital PR Tactics. So... Digital marketing is so important, and I think all PR professionals know today that it's just mandatory to start to incorporate social media, search engine optimization, and content marketing tactics into the traditional PR stuff that you're doing. So what are a few easy ways you can start to get your feet wet? Um, It's not as hard as you think, and just jump in and get started. I think you'll actually... Um, build a lot of confidence pretty quickly and be impressed with yourself. doesn't matter if you're a senior level pro or a newbie in the industry. Um, you've probably barely stuck your toe in the waters and now it's definitely time to try. So the first tactic that I would recommend or suggest is to take your first stab at keyword research and write a trends press release or byline based on something interesting you find in those search results. So this is all about starting to learn basic SEO. Keyword research isn't hard. Um, Google has an AdWords tool that is free and that is just really a fantastic asset to anything you're doing. Um, Just Google the words keyword popularity tool and the AdWords tool should come right up. You want to head over there. It does help if you have a Google account that you can log into, but it's not required. Um, You can see up to a hundred of the results, I think, without that account. But if you have the account, you can see the full spectrum. So I I definitely suggest that you create that account. So if you're going to write a trends press release or a byline, then you want to pull the keyword research and rank it by most popular to least and just kind of scan through the results and see what looks interesting and that people people are searching for. Because if there's something new or that just, you know, you never thought of, the way they're searching for it, it might refresh some ideas for, you know, maybe even an article you already have or something, but just to rephrase it or reword it so it matches what people are actually looking for on Google. When you write your trends press release or byline, make sure that you put that keyword or phrase that you're targeting in the headline of it and in the first sentence, and then repeat it in the body of the press release where it makes sense. You don't want to you don't want to put it in so many times though that it starts to get spammy or affect the readability of your press release. You just want to repeat it where it makes sense, it sounds good, and it fits the topic. So, it does help to pick one keyword or phrase per piece of content that you're writing. Don't be over ambitious and pick something that um, that's at the top and the most popular because obviously there's a lot of competition for that term and you're less likely to rank for it. So look lower in the list, even in the bottom third, and look for something interesting that fits what you do or what you're trying to write about and just go to town on it. Put that keyword again in the headline of it and the first paragraph, the first sentence is even better. Um, and if you can, hyperlink it to something on your or your client's website that's related. So like if you're writing on digital PR, for example, and you have a blog post on the same topic, you know, in that press release or in that byline, put a hyperlink to it because it's very relevant. What you don't want to do is seed that piece of content with links that aren't relevant. So make sure that that you really focus on value to the reader. So again, that first digital PR tactic that I recommend for people is to just try learning basic SEO and put it into a press release. Um, The second tactic is just what you're listening to. Try launching a podcast radio station for you or your client. There's great simple tools out there. Um, For this, I'm using something called Audacity and Podbean. Um, Audacity is a really simple recording um, piece of software that's free, and Podbean 
uh, Podbean is a hosting website. I tried it for the first time last week, launching Rock the Status Quo Radio, and I'm having a blast with it. It's so much fun, and I think it conveys your personality and your expertise in a way that content marketing is really, you know, it's really hard to do. So I can't wait to happen, see what happens with it, and I recommend you try it. How do you use it, you might be thinking. Well, every blog post or press release is something that can be recorded. Plus, you can have fun interviewing employees so on topics that fit their expertise. So if this is a radio station or show that you're doing on behalf of a client, you know, maybe they have four or five different people in their company that have you know, that are very talented in different areas of expertise and they might make good interviews or you can have them do it um, or you can just interview them beforehand and then talk about what they told you. Um, Every blog post is an opportunity for a recording and every press release. So if you think about it, you can probably come up with a lot of great ideas for content that you can turn into episodes or podcasts. Once you create those, you can post each recording on iTunes and YouTube and even Pinterest if you have a page or your client has a page. Um, just make sure if you're doing it on Pinterest that you've got a great infographic that's related to the topic or some kind of visual that, that, is, that is very shareable on Pinterest. And then, um, and then go for it. So I think there's a lot of potential there. It's a great way to get the word out. And then, of course, once you have an episode, you can go back to your client's Facebook page and post and link to it. You can put it as an icon in their on their website or on their blog, things like that. Um, You can even post a transcript if you want to make it even more SEO friendly. When you record an episode, if you're using Podbean, for example, um, you can paste paste a transcript right underneath and it just gives gives you some Google juice that that is fantastic. The third idea that I'd like to suggest for a new digital PR tactic is to participate in your first Twitter chat. If you haven't done that, Twitter chats are really simple and they're really fun. It's a conversation, real time, and of course everybody only has 140 characters to work with, So, and it can be very topical. My favorite way to do a Twitter chat is not to do it within Twitter or Hootsuite, but to head over to tweetchat.com because you don't have to remember to add the hashtag every time you want to tweet something and participate. If you're um, a beginner in PR, then PR Stud Chat is a fantastic Twitter chat to start with. Uh, Stud actually is abbreviated for students, so it focuses around, you know, learning the craft, and it has a lot of great content for it. Um, So the hashtag for that is P-R-S-T-U-D-C-H-A-T, PR Stud Chat, so I recommend that one. Um, If you're looking at this article, let's see, if you have access to the blog, then I have a link to an article that's great too. It's on higherandhigher.com and it's called 13 Twitter Chats for PR Pros. Um, if you're online, you can also just Google chat um, Twitter chats and then, and then add any topic you want for it and identify it that way. But if you participate in a chat, it'll start to get your creative juices flowing because you'll see, oh, this isn't so hard. It's not intimidating. I can do this. I can participate or I can just listen. So that's a great way to start, by the way, is to just listen to your first chat and then use the next one to jump in and, and, and start to actually participate. But um, you'll see it's not difficult at all and you might have some great ideas for, you know, maybe you have a client that is very Twitter savvy and you can help them put together a, a Twitter chat on their particular area of expertise or maybe you want to do one for your agency. I do a Twitter chat called Phoenix PR and it's abbreviated PHXPR um, and it, it started initially because I'm a co-moderator for this um, Facebook private group called Phoenix PR Pros and it's about 
PR professionals that live in Arizona. And I wanted to take it over to Twitter. So I launched this chat. And after like six months only, it's grown wonderfully. I think it has a million and a half impressions per chat now. So it's some great visibility. And it's a great value add to offer your clients is to help them put together a Twitter chat. But first thing first, if you haven't done it, try out one, listen to your first Twitter chat, and then maybe start participating and build your, your confidence level that way. But Twitter and Twitter chats are a great digital PR tactic. My fourth idea on this post is create your first Twitter list. So Twitter lists are wonderful. I blog about this a great deal because I think just Twitter Twitter pitching journalists is such an important part of what we do today. It just gives you a way to cut through the clutter you know, of the email that they're not responding to. It gives you a great way to reach out and build relationships. And if you're monitoring what they Twitter, one thing I love about reporters and, and editors is that when they need a source last minute, the first thing they do is tweet it. So it's a, just a great opportunity. If you're monitor, you know, monitoring their tweets and you can jump in, it can get you some great um, editorial placements for your client. Last year, I actually got a Sunday cover story in our biggest newspaper here in Arizona, the Arizona Republic, because of a Twitter chat. And I think securing that story, it took me like four seconds and it, it was just, it was so exciting. So it's, it's worth doing. And you can use Twitter lists um, in a bunch of different ways. You can have them be private or public, so I recommend private. But pick a client. A way to start to get your feet wet for building a Twitter list is pick one client or one industry and build a private Twitter list that follows your top reporters for that client. Keep the, keep the list private. Um, you don't have to follow the reporter or be followed by them to add them to the list. Um, you can build it independently of that, which is really useful. Um, if you keep the list private, obviously nobody else can steal your contacts, which is great. <laughs> you want to keep the time you're investing to yourself. Um, but you can identify particular industries or um, you can make your list as niche-driven or as broad as you want. So if you're in the solar industry, for example, you might want to have one Twitter list that is um, business reporters in your state. Uh, and you might want to have another list that is um, sustainability reporters nationwide, for example, or um, bloggers, um, something like that. The trick to Twitter lists isn't in creating them. It's actually in making sure that you're listening to what the Twitter feed gives you. So you want to spend a few minutes every day reviewing the feed from your Twitter list um, just in hopes of seeing a pitch opportunity or a source request that you can respond to. But if you build your list and then you're not monitoring what's on it, then you have no value. There's no, there's no benefit to having those lists. So make sure you're monitoring it. I like to use Hootsuite because I can set up a column um, for each list that I've created. And since it's all on the dashboard that's in front of my nose, it just makes it really, really quick and easy. And, and I'll set up a list for local reporters. And then I'll also set up a separate list for the news site. So, for example, I may have a Twitter list that's got, um, oh, I don't know, real estate reporters for the Arizona, you know, for Arizona. Um, but then I'll have a separate list that isn't just the reporters, but it's the news feed. So like it's actually the Arizona Republic instead of the Arizona Republic reporter. And I monitor both. And the reason for that is the first list with the reporters, you can respond 101. But the second list in conjunction, especially if you set up Google alerts for that same term, gives you the opportunity to see when stories crop up. Because if a story crops up, say, you're, like I said before, you have a solar client. If a story crops up on the Twitter feed for Arizona, for example, and this is a solar story in the Arizona Republic, then you can go over to that story, 
and post a comment on behalf of your client on that story and still get them some attention. So if it's a solar story, for example, on trends, then you can go to that newspaper and post a comment on that article that shows some thought leadership or, you know, some opinion or something from from your client and post it under their name. So it, it's a way to get them in the story when they weren't in the actual story. And if you didn't have a Twitter list set up and, um, and or Google Alerts, then you would have missed that opportunity. So it's just, it's just really simple to do. So that's creating your first Twitter list. The fifth idea is think outside the byline and write your first how-to article for a client. Because I think we often think, you know, in terms of bylines, we love to write stuff, uh, ghostwritten articles on behalf of our clients and place them just as part of our typical PR process. But content marketing also comes into play here. And content marketing is all about getting content out online um, that shows your expertise, that gives some kind of value or educational or it's an opinion piece and that helps bring people back to you. So similar in the way a byline article would be published on say a, you know, a trade website um, and show expertise of your client, you can write a how-to article, place it on a similar trade blog or easing type website and you've accomplished the same value as a, as a byline placement. So it's a great way to do content marketing um, under the PR hat. So write a how-to article. So as an example, if your client is in the pet industry maybe, you could go to Google and put in top pet blogs and see where there's opportunities for a guest post. So um, it would come up with a bunch of blogs. You can head over to each blog and see which one has guest posts or that accepts submissions. And that's an opportunity for you to take advantage of. So I do typically recommend that you find a placement for that article before you write it. Because every time you write, um, and this is just as true for bylines as it is for content marketing, you want to look at where it's going to be published. You want to see the tone of that magazine or that website, the voice, you know, who their readers are, and you want to tailor that piece to speak to those things. And this is no different. Just because you're writing a how-to article, it needs to be well, you know, well targeted. So if this is a top pet blog, for example, you want to see, okay, do they, you know, if my client's about dogs, you want to see if they were, if they publish dog articles and, is there a certain type of article they like? So find a placement for your article, write it to fit their audience and tone, and then submit it and get it placed. So so those are five different article or different ideas, excuse me, for digital PR tactics on how to get your feet wet. Um, the first one was take a stab at keyword research and then write a trends press release or byline based on something you find in that keyword research. The second idea was to launch a, launch a podcast radio station for your client. The third was participate in a Twitter chat. Number four was to create your first Twitter list. And the last idea was to think outside the byline and write your first how-to article for a client. So I hope you find these ideas helpful or that they inspire some, you know, some great thoughts that are even more creative or that apply directly to your client. Um, as you expand your skills in digital PR, just be sure to always focus on how to integrate, how to integrate the newest inbound marketing tactics into your PR whether it's related to SEO, social media, or content marketing. They're all critical to learn, and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Just take it in small, you know, small pieces and integrate them one at a time, and before you know it, you'll be an expert in ways you didn't anticipate. So good luck with it. I hope this is helpful, and please subscribe to this station if you liked this podcast and you want to hear more. Thank you so much.